What is going on, you guys? Welcome back to the Help More, Sell More podcast. I'm Jeff Burlingame here with my co-host, Joe Marcoux. Joe, how are we doing today? Any better there to be two of me, my man. How about you? I mean, I am riding high off of a big fishing trip, a uh, trip of a lifetime for me. So uh, I'm feeling those bright spots right now. I had a great time, went up to fish the St. Lawrence River, caught a whole bunch of gigantic, comically large smallmouth, like smallmouth who looked like cartoons, like Johnny Bravo, oh. if he were a fish. Uh, so I'm feeling great, man. And I'm excited for today, too. Because I feel like this is an extremely underrated topic. This is one of those things that when I encounter this, it's so obvious to me. It's one of those things that sticks out like a sore thumb. I can look at a salesperson in a sales appointment and say, here's the problem. And they don't notice it. It flies under the radar. We're talking, of course, about body language, which, I mean, Joe, I think we can both agree is a pretty important thing. Yeah. Body re body language represents 55% of the way that we communicate. Back in 1972, Moravian did a, did a study in California, in a California university uh, on body language laws, communication laws, 7% words, 38% tone of voice. You think words and tone represent a total of 45%. So the, the majority, all it takes is, you know, 1%, you know, when you think of an election, if you've got that 1% more, then guess what? That's where the majority is. And the majority of the way that we communicate is body language. And so it's the nonverbals that will make a difference. And then the subconscious mind picks up on all of this stuff. And people don't pay attention to it. It's massive. And it's funny because you sent me some of the photos of your fishing trip and your body language is happiness, joy, joy ecstatic, elation. And those are the types of energies that you can't fake. Yep. Right. The look in your eyes, your eyebrows, the smile on your face, and your hands are shaking and the adrenaline's pumping. And when it's that real and you can harness that energy and you're able to understand the tactics to be able to authentically share that with someone else, that's when real persuasion takes place. So I'm really excited about today's episode. 100%. And, and I want to throw something out here at the onset of this episode because it's very important to understand if we're talking about body language guess what you guys your prospects need to see you because body language other than one thing we'll talk about in a second here does not work through the phone it definitely doesn't work through text it doesn't work through email so you're kind of placing yourself at a disadvantage so one of the things we'll say first like we totally understand the state of the world in 2021 is a little different uh but there you do have the benefit of video calls you can do a zoom call you can do a skype whatever your platform of choice is what we're encouraging you to do is visually see and have them see you right? Get in front of your prospects rather than trying to have a conversation over an email, right? It's, uh, it's crazy. Think of how this pandemic has changed the way yeah. that people have come to a place of communication. Exactly. You and I, every time that we connect, it's on a Zoom call. Yep. People come into the dojo, it's on a Zoom call. I do sales training now more by Zoom than any other method. And yeah, we, I'm going to be doing live events again, there's no question that this has revolutionized the way that people can communicate. And by all means, if you have a choice, get on a video conference or get video call. There's no question. 
it will improve your probability of closing. Absolutely. Hands down, you are placing yourself at an advantage if you do this. Now, the the one thing I will say is like when you're over the phone, and this is sort of voice inflection, but it's also something you do with your body, you know, make sure you smile through the phone. That is like one little hack that you can do. Like, trust me, it sounds weird. Joe and I talk about it to our people all the time. It sounds weird, extremely effective. So just put a smile on your face, big fat grin, and like dial that number. It feels bizarre. It may be, and and this is our mind, it's all mindset. So it might feel bizarre. And yet, when, and the other piece of, of, of this, by the way, from a mindset perspective, change the way that you do things because what got you here is not going to get you there guys so and i say guys ladies and gentlemen so here's the deal if you take a look at jeff right now if you're watching this on youtube for example or if you're looking at at this i mean standing up Mm -hmm. reason why we stand up when we're doing these podcasts there's a reason why we, uh, we stand up when we're on sales calls or we're in meetings especially on zoom because what does it do, what does it do it translates to our energy if you if you walk away with anything from this podcast today anytime if you're a retailer for example and some and the and the phone is ringing and you're sitting down get your butt out of the chair take a deep breath and then answer the call. I tell you what, your energy is going to be completely different than if you just had your butt in the chair. I mean, I'll be honest, my favorite way to take sales calls, if I have to take it on the phone, and that is a worst case scenario, trust me there, we're talking about body language today, right? Is my favorite way to do it is throw my uh, AirPods in and go walk, go walk around. As long as I have a good cell signal, I'd rather be moving and having this conversation because I know I can think better I can uh, have my energy up and, you know, you always have the sign behind you. Highest energy wins, right? So that goes a long way. But, hey, we're not here to talk about phone calls. That's another topic altogether. We're here to talk about body language. So let's dive right into this. And let's start out with our favorite way to launch an episode, story time. And you guys better believe we each have hundreds of stories to share. So, you know, by episode 2097, we might run out of stories, but I highly doubt it. So, Joe, I'm going to let you start today. Your story time question of the day is, what is a time in your past that you can think of where either you or a salesperson you worked with or developed got in trouble due to body language or maybe potentially lost a sale or, you know, encountered some some negative feedback because of body language? That's a great, this is, this is so much fun. And there's so many stories that come to mind on this one for me. I'm reminded by one of my sales team members um, who will call him Paul. And Paul, super nice guy, was interested in the concept of mirroring people. And mirroring can work. There's a level of consciousness and then a level of subconsciousness when you start mirroring people's body language. And he was really good at it, by the way. He it, it got to a point where he was just doing it without thinking about it, and people were following his lead, which is excellent. And I know we'll touch upon that a little bit later. However, there was a time where he was dealing with this was in a retail environment. This was back when I, I was an owner of an exercise equipment retail store, and there was a couple that came in, and there was a woman. She must have been in her mid fifties. This couple was without question, very affluent, well-dressed. They were interested in purchasing exercise equipment so that they could lose weight. That was their intention. Paul 
I don't know where his head was at that day. Again, it happens to people once in a while. He started off, and I don't know if he was, again, this is what's interesting. He started off with his arms crossed in front of his body. So suddenly he's there's this defensive mode, or the messaging that he's sending off is, right, he could be cold. Just because you're cold, the answer to that is like, do what I'm doing right now. Wear a sweater. Because if my arms are crossed in front of you, I'm either coming across that I'm afraid or I'm better than you and I'm not showing you any respect. And she called him on it. She called him on it, which was wild. Yeah. She, she said, she said, why are you standing like that? This was like within a minute of the conversation. She said, why are you standing like that? And I remember Paul looking at me and he did something really brilliant, by the way. He said, you know what? I'm going to get you in touch with the resident expert on this. And he tagged off because he knew no matter what he would do at this point, it was game over. So again, the, we, we, we always did a debrief after every retail interaction. If we had an opportunity, we would debrief it. And that's a whole other episode as well, like debriefing yeah. an interaction because it's so important to be able to consistently grow, right? It's a metric. It's an opportunity to measure your metrics and measure your performance. We, nobody's got it perfect, right? We just want to continue to strive for excellence as Tom Peters would say. And so Paul just went from this to dropping his arms, knowing it was too late. And he, and he, he, he clapped his hands and he, it was basically like end yeah. scene. It was yeah. really great. So the, 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 she calls him on it. Why are you standing like that? Like, what's your problem? That was literally the deal. And I was in earshot. Yeah. And I was standing behind this counter about 20 feet away doing some stuff and, you know, keeping an eye on things. And he went, I'm going to get you the resident expert. Hey, Joe, can you come here for a sec? And I walked over and I mean, my, my, I, my arms were wide open and that's where we transitioned. And there, so there was a tag off moment. She called him on it. And what, to his credit, Paul was cognizant enough of saying, I, this relationship is not going to work even if he actually knew more about right. the product that they were interested in at that particular point in time, he was better suited to talk about specs. I was better suited to come in and take over because the relationship was lost based purely on his body language. <laughs> that wild. That is, but, but I mean, it makes total sense. And so my story is going to be similar. Uh, and what I'm going to give you guys is actually a, a, uh, we'll just say an amalgamation of my experience working with personal trainers and sales. So I want you guys to think about just shredded people, big buff dudes, uh, you know, <laughs> women with six packs, you know, like people who are, are very fit. Right. And then we put them in a situation where they're supposed to sell to people that are less fit uh, individuals joining a gym with the intent of losing weight, of decreasing body fat, of gaining muscle mass, of whatever, you know, whatever goals that they had. Right. And is anybody self-conscious walking in? Yes. People who are not excited to be here in the first place and are not exactly looking forward to the six to 12 to 18 month uh, journey ahead of them in which they know they're going to have to do a lot of work and there's going to be a lot of sweating. There's going to be tough days and all this. So imagine just dragging your feet into a gym. Like this is you, you're the prospect. You're dragging your feet in the gym. You're like, man, ah, shoot, I got to do this thing. It's going to be tough, but I know I'm going to do it. And then a personal trainer, we'll just call him 
uh, I don't know, Tony, right? He comes bounding up high energy, like turned up to an 11 spinal tap edition. And Love he it. is just jacked. Here's the body language issue. It's not just the energy. We're going to talk about energy matching and mirroring and stuff in a minute, but it is the broad shouldered approach. So my biggest issue working with trainers is I had to get them to slouch a little bit to start to meet somebody where they are, right? People coming in, dragging their feet. They're walking like this. They're a little bit slouchy. They're like, oh, hey, how's it going? They sit in their chairs. They kind of crumble up, right? And then a trainer pops up and goes, hey, what's up? Like, how can I help you? And like, just broad chest, oh, no. broad shoulders above them, right? And that, that was yeah. the other, there's kind of like twofold. So I, I really hated these, these gyms that I worked at on the East Coast. We would have to essentially sell the only spot I had to sell. I had to, I had to buy my own table. I'll tell you guys in a second. <laughs> I'd buy my own table to sell the way I wanted to sell at these gyms because they had this long granite countertop. Imagine just going to a bar and there's bar stools on one side. On the other side, there's not. So the trainers would be standing. Oh my God, so it's so confrontational. Yes, the trainers would be standing. The prospect would be sitting. Because naturally, oh. you, want, you approach a bar with chairs all the way down. What are you going to do? You're going to sit. And then yeah. on the back side, trainers had like their computers. That was the other problem. There's a computer between me and them. So I'm like peeking around this monitor. I got a keyboard. You don't know what I'm looking at or doing. Computer only faces me, and I'm standing with big, broad shoulders, going like, "How can I help you?" Us versus them is so terrible. Exactly. So I want you guys to think about that. Picture this scenario. Put yourself there. It is very much a confrontation in us versus them. And you know, we're this is a help more, sell more podcast. That's not what this is about, right? We are the complete opposite of that. And when it comes to body language, if you want to place yourself at an advantage, it's not about being above the prospect. It's about being level with them. It's about meeting them where they are. So you right. would have to sit and better than across from them would be next to them, right? Us. It's us together. It's not me versus you. It's us in this it's, together. It's, it's inclusivity versus yeah. exclusivity. And you know what you said? Yeah, I just, I, I need to jump in Jeff because it's so, yeah. so big. When, when, when you see and you hear me say, and you, you, we both say it often, highest energy wins. It doesn't mean that you have to come in at a level 11 in terms of highest energy. It means that if somebody comes in at a level three, you come in at a level four. Because that's exactly. the highest energy in that context. So it's a question of context. I'm using the Austin Powers context, you know, the quotes here, okay? Yeah. Let me use some context for you. Highest energy wins. You have a client that comes in or a prospect that comes in and they're a level eight, then yeah, you got to come in at an 8.1, if not a nine. Don't show up with someone who's level two and you're 11, you've lost. So yeah, it's understanding what, yeah. Exactly. So that, that was the other issue working in the fitness industry. Everybody's on pre-workout. So if you guys aren't familiar with pre-workout, it's a heavily caffeinated supplement. So they're either drinking energy drinks like bang energy drink or they're, you know, pouring powder in their shaker cup and just downing that like all day. What kind of powder are you talking about, Jeff? Come on, man. Not that kind of powder now. Okay. But Back in the I, 90s, it was crazy. Close enough. Yeah. Sales in the 90s. You guys watch out. Go watch Jordan Belfort. Uh, exactly. So, <laughs> so yeah i mean it, it that's exactly it but they'd be hyped up on caffeine so what we're saying is guys and gals like if you need energy 
I mean, get some energy, but don't do a double shot espresso. Do like a single espresso so that you can like control your energy level and your jitters. Because guess what? Part of body language, part of the bad body language we're going to get into here is fidgeting, is fumbling around and like your leg bouncing up and down. It's impatience. And guess what? The prospect can feel that. That that is palpable. Your impatience. They misinterpret it, Jeff. Yep. When you're yeah, I, and I, that you're nailing it. That is that's a that's absolutely game changing. And I really appreciate you've just blown my mind just now because I'm a caffeine lover. I love coffee. Last night, Sean and I had date night, and we were headed to bed, and and we both. She said, she goes, you know, it's funny. I can't wait for coffee tomorrow morning. This is one of the last messages you said to me, right? So we're coffee lovers. And in context, I think of what you just said, the caffeine jitters. And all of a sudden, if if your fingers are twitching or if your leg is shaking and you're actually shaking the ground. And yet, because you're having those caffeine jitters, the 55% body language rule, somebody could misinterpret that and visualize and say, why are they so impatient? I'm sorry, am I bothering you? (laughs) Like you're going to get the, uh, are you trying to get rid of me? Like, am I going too slow? You know, this is something that you're going to encounter. So let's use this as a great segue into what is bad body language, right? Fidgeting, extremely bad. So I want you guys to try this experiment right now. If you are at a desk listening to this, start tapping your foot, start bouncing your leg. Does your desk move? Does anything on your desk move? Does anything rattle around? I guarantee it does right? Unless you're on a solid concrete slab and like your desk is, I don't know, you know, made out of uh, 11 gauge steel and weighs a thousand pounds, like your desk is moving. It's moving. So that is extremely noticeable. If you're holding a pen and you're just doing this thing or or worse, you're, you're like the kid I was always jealous of in middle school who could just like twiddle the, the pen through his fingers. Like, you know, just he looks bored spin it, spin it, right? You're bored, you're impatient. And these are all negative signals going to your prospects saying, okay, I'm not that important to them. I'm just a number. I'm a a part of the the deal today, right? Hopefully they sell me. I'm not important. I'm just a number, right? That is a problem. That is not a way that we want a prospect to feel. We need to build a relationship. No, no, like, and trust big time, Jeff. How about another one? Get rid of your damn phone because yeah. guess what? People with their head down. Sorry, right? what? Exactly. So, so I could be across the desk from you or even sitting next to you or standing next to a product. And I've seen this. It boggles my mind where they have their device. You'll notice that I don't have one in hand at the, at the moment. I can go and reach for it. Um, yeah. They have their device. And they're in the middle of a conversation with someone and then their head goes down and they're checking a text. Yeah. What are you doing? Dude, trainers were so bad about that to me. Trainers would be talking to a client and they'd just be like, yeah. And then they'd be like, Instagram. <laughs> like, Oh my God. And so what is the message that we're saying? What's the message? You're not the important. Message is you don't, you don't matter. It's like, yep. are you kidding? These are people that are there with you. And they're interested in doing what they're curious and probably going to spend money. And if they don't spend it with you, they're going to spend it with someone else. 
You're telling this world of post COVID. This is the part that really drives me bananas is the thinking of yesterday is not going to get you to the place where you want to get to tomorrow. So this turbulence that we've gone through is time right now to be cognizant and aware because those people that practice these things that Jeff and I are talking about, those are the people that are going to dominate in their industries, no matter what it is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, this next one I think is good too, but you already brought it up at the beginning, but I want to add some exceptions maybe to it. Arms crossed, right? Now I've heard this both ways and I've posted about this in sales groups in the past. Uh, if you cross your arms, right, that's the standoffish, uh, you know, intimidation factor. I'm above you. I'm better than you, et cetera, et cetera, right? It's a closed off. You're literally like closing yourself off from others. That's the whole idea. I mean, this is straight up just intimidation, right? Now, the exception is if you're mirroring one, they cross their arms, you can cross your arms, they uncross their arms, you uncross your arms, right? You just have to follow suit or this little move, right? If you have your hands up on your arms, like that's somewhat okay. But for the most part, I'm with you, Joe, just don't cross your arms. Just be open, right? It's literally openness. Right. The intent with crossing your arms, that's also, again, the misinterpretation was here's someone who's cold or someone who's afraid. Because what do you do when you cross your arms? You're you're covering up all your vitals. Yeah. Right. So when you're doing this, it's it's a protection move. Either way, there's it's it's not positive. So the outcome needs to be, hey, my arms wide open. Yeah, it's it's and, and Using your hands to, and of course, I mean, I, I want to be clear. It, it's a question of how do you communicate? I'm not asking you to be a mime. I'm not asking you to learn sign if you don't know how to sign language. It's more of an issue of if you're watching this YouTube, this also, these hand movements, they need to be natural and yeah. they do create a level of energy, right? And it's yeah. inviting. And these little, there's little gestures that we could also do. And let's just go into asking for the sale, which again, most salespeople don't ask often enough. And what we think about, we bring about. So when I ask for some, when I'm confident that I've gotten to a place where I've earned the right to ask for the sale. And sometimes, by the way, that could be five minutes in, or that could be half an hour, or depending on the context, a couple of hours, depending on what it is that we're making the offer for. I'm nodding yes when I ask. So at, we all know that the thing to do after you ask is shut up. I say that, that with all respect. Go back was to that? episode two. That, is, that was our, yeah. our second episode. <laughs> when we when we get to that place where it's like, so Jeff, want to do this? What am I saying without saying it right now? You do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying yeah. I'm nodding. I'm going up and down and I'm, and what we, we do in an exercise. And I really want you to think about this is not think about when you're nodding your head up and down, look in the mirror. If you guys want to practice this after the episode, look at yourself, if you're watching, go to a mirror right now, look at yourself and think we got this, not I got this and not please. You can try these three different things. If you said to yourself, for example, we got this and you're looking in the mirror and it's we, and you're looking because I can see myself on camera right now and I'm like, we got this. 
I'm yeah. smiling just a little bit, just a little smile. Not, it, it's got to be an, a genuine smile. It can't be disingenuous. As opposed to, I got this. I got this is co- comes off cocky. And, and the, the, the difference between we got this and I got this, it's amazing how your facial expression and change. And then keep nodding and think, please. You'll see that you almost look desperate at times when you're saying, please. So I got this, man, not so good. We got this. It's we're in this together. And yet I'm still the authority. And it's amazing what our facial expression will do. Think of a baby. You've had little people in your life, Jeff. Yep. Baby may not understand the words that you're saying. And yet it's amazing what these facial gestures do. The innocent little person who's looking at you and knows when to be afraid and knows when it's safe. Yeah. And, and what you're bringing up here, right, is uh, emoting, nodding. Those things are examples of good body language. So Absolutely. I appreciate uh, jumping ahead to those. Now, to to kind of wrap up, there's a few other things I definitely want to hit on bad body language or in other hmm. words, things to avoid. But if we think about, you know, like emoting, right? So, yeah the idea of the baby being able to like kind of understand how you feel or if you guys have like dogs right dogs can generally like track your facial features they know if you're mad if you're happy if you're sad if you're scared whatever right now i want you to picture emoting in a sales conversation are you the stoic individual are you a straight stone-faced killer like you just are focused on your hyper focus to the point that you don't even smile. Now picture yourself as a prospect and maybe you've been the prospect. Cause I, I think for example, a great, uh, you mentioned debriefing earlier, a great way to train yourself and to learn in sales is to put yourself in a sales position as the prospect to put yourself in their shoes. So when you bought a car, when you bought a house, when you bought, you know, anything from an electronics store, I mean, it doesn't matter what you bought, but you are the buyer. They are the seller. Now, think of an experience where you were dealing with a salesperson who seemed to not care, not emote whatsoever, just be like straight face. Yeah, we got a sale going on. It's 20% off right now if you buy that TV over there. Just monotone, you know, just (laughs) like, you're like, what is going on in this guy's head? Is he displeased that he's here, that he has this job, that he's like talking to me right now? Like, how am I supposed to feel? Because what's always happening, what's always happening is there is a narrative to fill there is a void and it is filled with a narrative now whether or not that narrative is positive is up to you and your body language and the things that you say so if you are lacking emotion if your body language sucks then you are filling this void with a negative narrative for that person they are literally writing a story about you they are making up in their own head who you are, how you feel about them. And it's all bad. Right. And you, that's your fault. Like you did that. And now they're most likely not going to buy. If they do buy not from you, they're going to go to the next sales guy who's happy and smiling and emoting. And look, guys, I get it. I get it. It's tough. You're not always on your a game. You're not always feeling a hundred percent. You might be sick. You might have had some bad news right before you walked into the room. But if you're here, if you're present, you need to be here 100%. So whatever you got to do, we talked about maybe on a previous episode here, like 
um, the hype reel, right? You got to play back a hype reel, things I did really well, my, my you know, highlights, right? You got to listen to music. You got to just slap yourself in the face. You got to down a pot of coffee. Like, I don't know. Whatever it is for you, you better find that because if you show up and you let your emotions, your negative emotions, your bad feelings come through, you're not going to win the day. You might as well take the day off. Yeah, Tony like, Robbins calls it priming. Get yeah. yourself primed. And there's little things that you can do. And this is this is what's great about our physical bodies is using your movement, using physical movement, which is why, again, stand up when you're on a sales call. Movement is going to help you create positive energy. And so standing up and, you know, in, in, in this case, when you're discussing with someone and being attentive, we've talked about this briefly, and I know we're going to get deeper into this in, in other episodes. It's called active listening. Active listening where we're nodding and or showing empathy. And it's something that Chris Voss talks about in his book, Never Split the Difference. Tactical empathy, these these shifts, right? Think of, of from this perspective. We want to be the experts. We want to be the authority. Well, when we're in our authority space, we keep our heads straight. We want to show empathy. We tilt our head by 15 degrees. That's it. It's these little cues. And again, it's one thing being, okay, I understand this now. Like, I get it. Now I have to practice it so that it becomes muscle memory. Yeah. So that it becomes second nature. I don't, it, now I do it. I don't even think about it. When I first heard things, the example, like when somebody says, well, what kind of deal can you give me? Right. I can say, I can, I can shake my head. No. And say, Hey, I can appreciate you're looking for a good deal. And I'm, what exactly do you have in mind? And I'm, what am I saying the whole time? Nope. <laughs> say no. Am I, however, yeah. What's my tone and the words? Am I rude? Absolutely not. I'm being respectful. I'm asking a question. And so these are, these are techniques and they need to be practiced because I can tell you, Jeff, countless times when I, I when we, we do this in the program where we show people how to do, and most people go, I can, they'll, they'll nod. Yes, I can appreciate you're looking for a good deal. What exactly do you have in mind? They're saying, yeah, I'm about to discount. I'm about to... <laughs> give away the farm. I'm about to lose margin. That's exactly what they're saying. And so what we want to do is go, Hey, we're going to show you how to do this. I can appreciate you're looking for a good deal. I'm, I'm just curious. What exactly did you have in mind? And so now we're helping you hold margin and you're still polite, you're still yeah. kind. And you're still, you could still be generous. And then there's strategies that we get into later on. And it's powerful. The, the first times people try this, it's like doing the Spock sign from Star Trek. It's like, uh, they can't do it. And that's okay. Eventually, you'll figure it out. Then it's second nature. It's like, I got this. I don't even have to think about it. And then you can do these other exercises with your fingers and whatnot, right? Well, it's the same thing. Like when, no when you practice, the, right? The first time you try them, it's like, oh, it's like, I can't do this. Yeah. And then suddenly you got it. And it practice. Yeah. This is the, that's the, that's the thing that, that it, debriefing and, being cognizant of how our body language is will get you to from good to great. Yeah. And we're, you know, action step from, you know, the end of the episode when we get there today, guys, is going to be practice. It's going to be role play. So spoiler alert, that's coming up. But here's the, as, as far as bad body language, the last thing I want to hit is uh, really based in intimidation. 
right? So we talked a little bit about a few intimidating factors, things that bother people, set them off, you know, have them draw up this negative narrative of you, which doesn't help you make a sale. It hurts you a lot. Uh, lightning round, intimidation things, things that intimidate your prospect. Real quick, I talked about the the terrible setup of my gym, right? So what I did, I told you I bought my own table, amazon.com, pub tables, $67. It's in my cart permanently. Also metal bar stools. You just get two metal bar stools. They don't have a back, so nobody leans, right? Like we're all upright, right. maintain decent posture. It also means my prospect has decent posture, which brings the energy of the conversation up automatically. But I sit at a round pub table directly next to them. Now I'm right-handed. So I'll sit on their left side and I do that so that when I'm taking notes, they see what I'm writing. I Nobody see. wants to feel like they're in the psychiatrist's office and they're on the I couch see. and psychiatrist is over here like, yeah, this guy's a nerd, you know, just like writing all these notes. You about don't know him. what he's thinking. Yeah. You don't know what they're saying. Like, I, I mean, it's the same thing happens whenever you encounter somebody who's speaking another language you don't speak. What do you automatically do? You build a negative narrative. They're probably saying something mean about me. Like they're not even talking about you. They're exactly. not. But, but you feel that way. Everybody gets that feeling automatically. Same with note taking. So, you know, if you're taking notes, show them the notes. Nothing needs to be secret. There's nothing you need to hide or there shouldn't be. If there is, that's another problem entirely. But you sit directly next to them because, again, it's we, it's inclusive. That's what we've been talking about versus across from them, the principal's office. You're in trouble. It's me versus you. What scenario have you ever sat across a desk from somebody where you're like, this is going to be a good conversation? Boss calls you into the office. Bad conversation. You know, you go to the principal's office. Bad conversation. It's never good, right? So sit directly next to them. The last thing I want to hit is squaring off, right? So when you meet a person, if you're chest to chest, the way Joe and I are on camera right now, this can be interpreted as an intimidation factor or squaring off. Like we're going to throw down, right? Literally just 1920s fisticks come up and we're like, all right, buddy, let's go. Uh, so that is something to be cognizant of. Now, it's not always going to have that impact. I find whenever I have a sales appointment with women that this can be something I want to avoid. I'm not going to have big boxy shoulders. I'm not going to go chest to chest. I don't want to have this interpreted as an intimidation factor. So I'll typically be off to the side. Very simple thing, right? You don't have to go straight up to them, right? And, and square off like that. And that's also why I sit next to people, right? And again, this isn't relegated to just men or just women it's all over right like anybody could have this uh this feeling this interpretation so again it's just something to be cognizant of when you go up you shake hands by the way you guys are shaking hands please don't break everybody's bones you know how many oh sales people yeah. i've shaken hands with and been like hi can i have my hand back like just because i'm a dude you're just gonna go and crush my hand or exactly. even worse, there's there's guys that that go up to women and they give them the limp fish, oh, and like the dead fish. Like it, it, I I know so many women who have said to me, "Oh my God, can you just shake my hand with the level of respect that you would a man?" And guys, listen, we're people, yeah. and and it's just shake somebody's hand. And there's so that's that could be a whole episode. It's 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 incredible, especially for those who are in the B two B space. Um, there's, there's something else though, that we talked briefly, we talked about priming and yep. one of the priming of powerful, power, 
priming moves is the superhero hands on the hip pose, right? Like Wonder Woman or Superman. That, that, that's, a, that's a great priming move. It's been proven, by the way, there's studies that have been proven that if you stood, if you, when you stand in that priming pose, yeah. and again, be safe, right? You don't want to do it in front of a client. Do this alone. And I know it might feel weird. It raises testosterone by 20%. Like it, it's crazy. Prove it. Right? Wow. Yeah. So you want natural T levels? Stand, stand like Wonder Woman, stand like Superman for two minutes. If you stand in front of somebody with your hands on your hips, you come across again as this power move. And you have to be very careful when doing it. So again, this is what, like Jeff had mentioned earlier, be cognizant of what, how you're, you're standing. So arms, arms relaxed. And again, it doesn't mean that you, you, you can't stand with your hands on your hips. It's a question of context. The other thing, two things real quick, cracking your knuckles. I know too many men that do this. It's, it's a sign of being nervous. And yet what it does, they're coming and they're cracking their knuckles like, what are you, stop it. And then um, the other one is just the fidgeting. Fidgeting, right? Because you're nervous and what it, it looks impatient. Yeah. So, you know, the fidgeting of like the, the twiddling of your thumbs or the, 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 the knocking of your, 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 your fingers on the desk, this thing. It's like, hey man, you got to stop that. It, it, it's the cues that people pick up can be so misinterpreted and this is the beauty of body language 55 percent of the way that we communicate is body language the question is is it being misinterpreted or are we using it to our advantage and that is precisely what we want for you if you have these tactics and you know of them then practice them because then you will be way better than any competitor out there there's no doubt about it because people don't buy what you sell they buy you by you first. Yeah. So I, you know, I think this is a great segue into uh, some other good body language tactics, right? At the end of the day, you guys, the bad body language, the important things to remember here is that one, you really just need to be cognizant, cognizant of what you're doing, right? If you are thinking about that, if you're uh, practicing, not doing some of those things, it's going to go a long way. That's going to help you out a lot. The other thing to keep in mind is that all of this stuff, well, the majority of it is interpreted subconsciously by your prospect. So it's not going to be obvious that they're just like, he's tapping his thumb on the table. He is impatient. He doesn't want to talk to me. <laughs> yeah, that's not how it works. We, we talked about no like and trust. You automatically in your head when you're building that narrative, positive or negative, if it's negative, what your body tells you is like your gut says, don't trust this person. So when this person says, sign up with me, it's going to be great. You're like, I don't trust you. And that's when you guys get hit with the nonstop smokescreen nonsense objections that aren't real. It's like, right. oh, I forgot my wallet, right? Oh, is it in your car? No, it's at home. You drove here without a license, right? Like you can go down this rabbit hole and have this crazy conversation <laughs> that goes nowhere. Uh, that's when you know you, you're boned. You screwed up, man. <laughs> like, but it, it just becomes obvious in that moment. So let's talk good body language. You already mentioned the head nods and the head shakes, right? Which go a long way because it's subconsciously implanting the idea of yes or no in the person's head in, in a positive way, in a good way. And we've mentioned on and off mirroring, right? So mirroring as a concept is simply being what a person is doing, where they're at. Let's take slouching, for example. If I have a person roll up 
we'll take energy and slouching, right? So their energy is at a four out of 10. 10 is like bouncing off the walls like my toddler, right? Uh, a, a slouch is like a four, right? So they're coming in. They're like, hey, how's it going, right? You can't roll in by like, what's up? How you doing, right? That's an 11 versus a four. You need to meet them at a 4.5. So what we do is I, I, I read the room, right? And this is this takes practice, you guys. This is not easy. It's not natural. Some people are naturally a little more gifted with this, but it takes practice regardless. So they come in the room. I read the room. I try to get a gauge on their energy level. Where are they coming from? I'm looking at their their eyes, their shoulders, uh, you know, just their leg position, right? You can lean on one leg. Uh, so I'm looking for different things like this, little cues. And once I read that, I, I'll in my head say, and I'm not like, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine, ten. What are they, right? I'm just going like, ah, this guy's about here. And then I'll meet them there, right? So I will slouch. If we sit mm-hmm. down, they slide down the chair a little bit. Guess what? I'm going to slide down the chair a little bit. But here's where mirror- mirroring can be leveled up. The next concept is pace, pace, lead. And I got the terminology of this from Jordan Belfort from his Wolf of Wall Street book, companion book, like the actual sales guide. Uh, not condoning anything he did with his life, by the way. But this concept, fantastic. Pace, pace, lead means that you will mirror first, meet them where they are, and then you are the pace car. So think NASCAR, right? We're going around the laps. we got the pace car in the lead. Everybody trails behind the pace car, right? So you control the speed. Now, what you're going to do in a body language scenario is that after mirroring them, I'm going to slide up the chair a little bit. I'm just going to inch my way up and we're going to work our way up until we're fully in like good posture position. And as I'm doing that, I'm also increasing my energy. I'm bringing my voice inflection. My volume goes up over time. My energy, my hand gestures, I'm doing it right now. Like I'm getting more excited as I go. And what happens? They do that too. I just followed suit with you. I literally just followed suit with you. And that's exactly how it happens, Jeff. And that's, that's being aware. Coming into a room where, and again, it's context, right? Coming into a room where you may not know everybody, might be a networking event. So you're walking in and let's face it, you're going to network, then you're, you're there to sell. You may not be looking to like have a transaction. It could be the micro close of booking an appointment or exchanging information or offering something for free to someone. And that's great because if you get them into your funnel, that's important. If you show up with, again, context, if you're going to a Kevin Hart comedy show, you're expecting a level 11. It's like when Robin Williams would show up on Johnny Carson. I mean, you yeah. knew he was just completely out of his mind, right? And, it was, and that was fun. That's not what we're exp- expressing here. So mm-hmm. good body language is leading with truth and empathy, being curious. So sometimes having that, that not a, not a angry frowd, you know, frown on your face, just being, oh, okay, I'm curious, right? Go in with curiosity. What's interesting is when, and I love this pace, pace, lead piece that you brought up because exactly that, you come in with a slightly higher energy, you meet them and cognitively, like like being on pace with the fact that now I'm going to take this to this next level. I've done this with groups before where they didn't realize that I would be standing there and then I would would then put my hands on my, my hips comfortably or do a one hand, right? 
And then just like you did with your hat, right? If, if somebody did one of these right across their hair and then all of a sudden the other person starts to do it or, and the, the, you can literally do these things where it's, you do the move first and they start to follow and it's, it's powerful. So there's another thing about body language, which is the touch technique. There's a book that's called Service That Sells. It's based on the restaurant industry. It's been proven that when you make physical contact, and obviously we need to be respectful in terms of where we touch someone. When you make physical contact with someone, you increase the odds of closing by 40%. It's incredible. So now that doesn't necessarily mean it's a handshake. It could be, you know, a pat on the shoulder, you could, you could, you know, touch someone on the elbow and say, Hey, you know what? Just for fun, come with me. And that body language move has a profound effect. And for some people, they say to me, Joe, I can't do that. And it's like, listen, we're just going to practice it just for fun so that you can now have this as a tool in your toolbox. If you choose not to use it, that's okay. It's okay. Yeah. 100%. No, that's a, that's a great point. And I think that this will also lead into, you know, a future episode where we talk about active listening, right? You brought that up earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I I like all these concepts and these concepts, you guys, if you don't believe us, just go practice them. Like that's, again, that's the action step for the day. Like go try this, the mirroring, the pace, pace, lead, uh, touch technique, you know, whatever, like do it with somebody you're very comfortable with first and then like work your way up. And again, like, I'm not going to, place my hand on Mrs. Jones's hand, like next to her husband, because guess what? I'm not going to make that sound. <laughs> like it's just, just for fun. Come with me. Uh, yeah. That's not going to end well. So, you know, we're obviously saying be smart about it. Like think about what you're doing. And, and also I'll say all of these things need to be authentically done, which means you need to practice it. You need to practice, 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 repeat, 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 get comfortable with it. And then it, gets authenticated right later on so that is important to remember now one one concept i do want to hammer on uh with good body language and we'll kind of end on this note i think is uh the lean and uh you know again this plays back to like emoting so you should be joe is playing to like your emotions your eyebrows by the way guys lots of emotions through the eyebrows um but these all play into active listening which like i said maybe that's the next episode we do like one of these next couple episodes you guys are going to hear will be about active listening because it's that important now with the lean if done at the right time it's extremely effective so for example if i have somebody telling me uh we'll go to my fitness industry i ask them what were you hoping we could do for you or what are your goals or like why is this important to you and they start talking if I sit back, I'm away from the conversation. I'm not really involving myself. It doesn't seem like I'm paying attention. If I do this. Oh, my God. Like, you totally care. You're curious. You yeah. want to know. And it helps if you have a beard because you can do this, you guys. <laughs> you don't need a beard. Ladies, you don't need a beard. You know, kind of hand on chin, nodding yeah. your head, leaning in. Like that you shows. I'm interested. This shows I'm disinterested, right? If I lean away from the mic. So it, it it's something that's extremely valuable. And again, like with active listening, a lot of it is like nodding and, and like moving your eyebrows like you're interesting or interested and then leaning in at the appropriate time. Like this goes a long way. Taking notes is a part of active listening. So we'll do a whole episode on that, but that's just one good body language piece. I feel like you can't 
ignore. Like that's something you got to do. Do the lean. in the mirror, guys. You, you know, we yeah. all have our phones. Whether you want to put your 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 phone up or zoom yourself or whatever, put put a video camera up and just practice asking for the sale and look at what your face looks like. Are you nodding? It takes literally 20 seconds. You don't have to post it. Feel free yeah. to go to our Facebook group and and post it, by the way, if you want to do that. If you have that kind of, if you're ready to step out of your comfort zone, go to our Facebook group, Help More, Sell More. Join the group because we're going to be putting in video content like that so that you could see it for yourself. We're here to help you guys to help you sell more by helping more. Exactly. I'm glad you brought that up. So we're going to wrap the episode up here, guys. But here's the deal. We have recently launched the Help More Sell More free Facebook group. That's right. It's a free group. We've privatized it because we don't want bots jumping in there. But we do heavily encourage you to invite any of your friends who are business owners, who are salespeople, who are coaches, any of those individuals that you feel would benefit from I mean, gosh, relationships like like body language plays a lot into yeah. just dating. So if you guys are just dating, but anybody who would benefit from some of these skills, we're going to start posting some videos in there. We're going to do lives. We're going to do giveaways. We've got all sorts of stuff going down. So this is a group. Like if you're going to join any groups, so I know there's millions out there, but I'm asking you ditch your local garage sale group and your bowling league and join this group so that you can increase your revenues and move closer to personal wealth because I promise you, you're gonna yeah. get a ton of value out of this group. So help more, sell more, go look it up, request to join, I will approve you. You just gotta answer a couple simple questions. And then of course, you can always follow us both. I am uh, at Burley Sales. Uh, and you are at the Joe Marku. So you guys can follow us on Instagram and follow us on Facebook. And of course, go check out our website. So we have the SOS Dojo. That is Joe's sales program, his main program. If you want to role play, if you want to step into the dojo and do some objection handling. And I do this myself every week with him in a group. And it is an absolute blast. Uh, well worth the the time, the finances, everything, something you guys should check out. And then you can check out Burley Sales. I have a complete online program that runs you through your mindset, setting up your sales process, selling on value, handling objections, and even marketing. Some of the best organic marketing tactics I've seen in my 15 years that are extremely- the master of discovery. You got to get in there and like, that's the key. Because if you don't want to handle objections, you got to get the discovery right. So this is why we're working together on here because it's- this this goes hand in hand. Yeah, yeah, we we definitely put our strengths together on this, you guys. So if you want to check that out, we also do mentoring calls at Burley Sales. So go to burleysales.com and you can book a free call. And I believe you do you do free calls as well as potentially stepping into the dojo and like free sessions out. for the dojo. You get to come in yeah. and try it out absolutely free. The, you the know, at, we put our money for we put our money where our mouth is. It's a hundred percent money back guarantee. So. Absolutely. You have a lot of value to give. Join the Facebook group. That's the place you to get start. a lot of stuff that's going to be powerful for a high income skill. Because here's the thing, and I'll stop with this knowledge monetizes forever. Absolutely. Absolutely. We look forward to seeing you guys in the group and interacting with you. Of course, stay subscribed to the podcast. We drop new episodes every Monday, 6 a.m. Eastern. So stay tuned for more of those coming your way. Uh, and be sure to like and subscribe and all that awesome stuff. So we appreciate you guys. Get out there. Get after it. Use better body language, and we'll see you on the next episode.